The Turn by Anne Stanford Like lying down for winter, all life drained, mud at the base of a pool, scum freezing over, the bones bent like ribbons around the limp center, the saints locked in their chambers saying, I am nothing. Morning, not a clatter of birds noting and wings, but a sour taste and voices. No reasons to go or stay, only to keep the sky and the earth apart, caught in the knuckled hand a fistful of clay. This is when it turns, begins to shoot up, the green brace that breaks open the hand and suddenly into the white light of ordinary morning like a reed or a vine or a tree that will scratch at heaven. My name is Amanda Tulliger, and I'm reading a piece I wrote about waiting for spring for the Bonding Time podcast. Over the land freckled with snow half-thawed, the speculating rooks at their nests cawed, and saw from elm tops, delicate as flowers of grass, what we below could not see, winter pass. Thaw by Edward Thomas. The transition from winter to spring is a slow crawl. My mind likes to jump ahead and dream about the scent of sweet green grass, lawn mowers buzzing, wildflowers in the woods, and minimal layers of clothing. But I'm finding when I finally get to that season I was longing to be in only a few months prior, it isn't long before I'm daydreaming about the next one. I don't relish what I was wishing for, not even relish. I don't know how to hold still and simply abide in the right here, right now. In response to this awareness to hold still, look around, listen and wait. I followed the journal prompt, These Are the Days, laid out by Emily P. Freeman in her The Next Right Thing Guided Journal. Here's what I wrote. These are the days of waiting for spring but in that waiting, learning contentment and practicing the art of paying attention to the current season and all of its glory and ugliness and not daydreaming, longing or wishing right past today and all it has to offer. These are the days of brittle cold mornings, naked trees, muddy snow, icy puddles and antsy children, building blanket forts inside and using all the decorative pillows and battles with stuffed animals. May I abide in this messy, loud, fleeting joy. These are the days of the light just beginning to linger longer in the afternoons. Some of the birds are coming back to the neighborhood and gathering in flocks at the very top of the bare trees. They know and see and sense what I cannot. Spring is coming. Wait a little longer. Pay attention. These are the days of watching snowflakes waltzing in a blizzard or falling silently in giant clumps. These are the days of coats, pants, gloves, hats, tumbling perpetually in the dryer of early Saturday mornings trekking up to the mountains, of remembering the feel of a board beneath my feet, and of scooping snow into steaming cocoa for the four-year-old. These are the days of coming in close to the kitchen each night and cooking over the stove, a glass of wine warming my cheeks and belly. When spring comes and summer quickly follows, the recipes change and I shift our cooking outside or we make cool dishes that don't require heat and me standing over the stove stirring, chopping, bubbling, roasting. So these are the days of searing chicken, steaming rice, and ladling curry onto plates.
These are the days of watching the ever-shifting beauty of a winter sky, of noticing the bare limbs of trees, and that the nubs where buds will be are swelling. These are the days of sitting with the ache, acknowledging it, and simultaneously paying attention to the current surroundings that are ever so slightly moving forward towards new life, resurrection. Good.